1: You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the Internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how the Green Bay Packers are going to the NFC Championship game after holding off a late and furious Seahawks rally in a 28-23 to 23 thriller. This was a game where the stars came to play. Aaron Rodgers was sharp right from the beginning. Right from the first drive, he showed that this was going to be a playoff intensity from him. He finishes with a 113.7 passer rating, two touchdowns, no picks. 243 yards is not the impressive number. But the nine yards per attempt is the two touchdowns, the no interceptions. Devontae Adams, eight catches, a Packers playoff record, 160 yards and two scores, including a pair of late, absolutely massive catches from him. Uh, the, the touchdowns were things of beauty in their design and in their execution. This was a brilliant game for Matt LaFleur. I thought he coached uh, one of his best games as a, a Packers head coach, probably one of his best games, full stop. I thought the plan was excellent. They felt like, you know, they. they Devontae Adams said it after the game, that this was a game that they thought was going to be a 12-17 to 17 game. That was how Devonte put it, and that's what it was. And, and that was how they had to win. They found a way to win. This was not an ugly win, okay? There, there was nothing ugly about the way that they executed, nothing ugly about the way that the Packers were able to build that lead. They go into halftime 21-3. Now, was it their most complete game? No, Seattle came back, but I was talking with Andy Herman as we were walking back out to, to our car after the game. I said, this was not a second-half collapse. Not really. Russell Wilson was just awesome, and they they played really good defense. They had him dead to rights. Credit Russell Wilson for being a magician. Credit Russell Wilson for being great, and, and it's a reminder that a quarterback-driven team is great and is going to keep you in every game. But Packer fans know, all of you listening know, there is a limit to how far a team that is really only reliant on its quarterback, and, and that is the best way for them to win. And if he's not great, they can't win, that formula can only take you so far. And Russell was Great, and and we should appreciate this performance much the same way we appreciate so many Rodgers performances where he lost, but he was not the reason they lost. Russell Wilson did everything he could to give the Seahawks a win, and the Packers were just better as a team. As a team. The Packers' team was better. They were more talented. They had more playmakers. Preston Smith, quiet all day, makes the play with a third-down sack, of Russell Wilson. Zedaria so Smith said after the game that Preston was on the sidelines going, I got to make a play. I got to make a play. And then it is the decisive play. And Green Bay, they get the ball back and never give it up. Never give it up. They convert two third downs, third and longs with Devontae Adams. And then they get the the conversion with Jimmy Graham to seal it. Jimmy Graham had a number of key catches. He played like a star in this game. All three of the throws to Jimmy Graham were were things of beauty. Graham, the last one, a little bit low, but the first two were beautiful coming across the field, and Rodgers just dropped it right in the bucket. He took a shot on the first one, and this was this was the vision that this team had. You get playmaking from Aaron Jones. He scores two touchdowns. Was he the engine driving this team today? No. But he didn't have to be. There was It was Rodgers to Devontae. Seattle keyed on stopping Aaron Jones. And Green Bay seemed to know that that would be the case. So if you're going to make Devontae Adams beat you, Devontae Adams can beat you. If you're going to make Aaron Rodgers beat you, for whatever you want to say, this team has clearly heard all of the conversations. Oh, they're fraudulent. They're the worst 13-3 and team ever. Aaron Rodgers said after the game, even the fans. He didn't think the fans had as much faith in them as they did. And they used that all, and you could see it. And they executed their game plan. They they stuck with the run, even though Seattle was playing it well. And they used that that keying on Aaron Jones to set up hard play action and create shot plays, create openings for Devontae Adams to get him loose. Seattle couldn't cover him. I mean, the first touchdown was was an awesome design. They get Seattle thinking they're going to run one of those slant flats and the corners are are going to switch it, and then they didn't. The slant turns into a sluggo touchdown. The second Devontae touchdown is a variation of the blaze out. Inbreaker from Adams, he cuts outside, had Trey Flowers in full spin cycle, and then cuts back across the field for a touchdown. And then on that last drive, the throw to Adams on the corner route from the slot, absolute perfect placement and it didn't quite seal the game at that point. They still had to convert another third down. They're able to get that one to Jimmy Graham and that puts the game on ice. This was another one of those one score games where it's a little unfair to make it seem like this was a coin flip flip game because Green Bay was in control from the outset. From the outset, opening drive, they go down the field. First play, 20-plus 20, 20 yard run from from Aaron Jones. Then they go play action. They pick up another chunk play to Devontae Adams. From the jump, they were in control. At the end of the first half, they go in and score to make it 21-3 and then keep Seattle from scoring in that final minute, last-second chances to, to try and get down the field. Russell Wilson heave goes begging. But then Seattle comes out, and They answer. As if to say, we're not going away. We're not done. We're not dead yet. And the Packers answer back with a beautiful drive of their own. They go up 28-10, and you, just, thought, you should just start to think, okay, you can exhale a little bit. But the the Seahawks just kept coming. I mean, they scored 20 in the second half to make it a game. It's a one-score game for the entire fourth quarter, and Green Bay had to hold on. They weren't able to get their offense going. Their defense was on the field for a lot of the second half. They're just a little bit gassed. And Russell Wilson did Russell Wilson things. I mean, they, they he's, I, there were, there was a, a throw or two where I went, I didn't even know he'd thrown it. Because it was just, it was so subtle, he's about to take a hit. I'm thinking this is a sack. And all of a sudden, the ball gets out. He just made great plays. And so credit him for that. I don't think we should be looking at this game going, well, they they let the Seahawks back in it. No, No, they didn't. They didn't. The Seahawks fought their way back. Credit them. They're a resilient team. They did this to the 49ers two weeks ago. In Week 17, they, they didn't belong in that game, and Russell Wilson, by sheer force of will, kept them in it. They're a tough team. They're a resilient team just like this Packers team. And so it had to come down to those key moments, and this team has the playmakers now. You go back to 2014. In the second half with a lead, Green Bay played conservatively. They played not to lose. And they couldn't get this key stops late. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix misplays a two-point conversion. You have, you know, the, the, the wheel route to Marshawn Lynch. They weren't able to get the defensive stops they needed, and they played conservatively. Would Mike McCarthy have called that same drive at the end of the game the same way? On third and longs, multiple third and longs to be back there throwing rather than trying to bleed the clock. Matt Lafleur wanted to go win the game. This was an all gas no break game. They stayed aggressive, and when Seattle was saying we're going to stop the run, Green Bay said okay. Then here you go, play action. Here's here's tendency breaker after tendency breaker. It was different formations. It was three tight ends. It was Jay Sternberger as the, as the fullback, and just so much variation. They used this bye week properly this time they were able to self-scout they were able to put in some new stuff and they anticipated how Seattle was going to defend them and attack them and they were ready all of those shot plays that Seattle wanted to hit those play action shot plays couldn't get to them because Green Bay defended them so well they gave up some yards they gave up some points but they didn't give up the big play there was the one to lock it down the sidelines and then Russell you know he manufactured some stuff some second reaction stuff but not anything that where it's like packers are blowing coverages guys are in the wrong spot no this team executed its game plan on both sides of the ball and you need to do that if you expect to go beat san francisco the way green bay played on sunday they played like a team that is capable of going and and giving the 49ers everything they want and they beat the, a Seahawks team that has already gone to San Francisco and won. So Green Bay, they admitted in the locker room after the game they didn't have their mind right, they didn't have a good plan, they didn't bring the intensity and the focus to that game off the bye. They've they've learned from that clearly because we saw them come in this game and say, it's not going to be like that again, and they were able they were able to find a way. But they didn't just need to find a way because they played well enough. They played well enough to win. They didn't muddle through. They earned it. They earned it. And I assume one of Green Bay's New Year's resolutions was to come out with a little bit more intensity. Well, if you're trying to get a little bit more intensity, if you're trying to get fit, to get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in shape, the best shape of your life, is with Echelon. Go to EchelonFit.com to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. You'll love Echelon and if you aren't 100% satisfied, they'll give you your money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit this year do it with echelon don't pay a ton for peloton buy an echelon bike today for under a thousand dollars go to echelonfit.com slash l-o-n-f-l to learn about their limited time free apple ipad and complete details of this exclusive offer echelon it's your time that's e-c-h-e-l-o-n fit.com slash l-o-n-f-l echelonfit.com slash l-o-n-f-l And if you want to take your game in the bedroom to the upper echelon, BlueChew.com can help. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Remember, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for anyone who wants to get a little extra juice in the bedroom right now. They have a special deal for our listeners you can try Bluechew for free. Just pay for shipping. Go to bluechew.com and enter the promo code Locked On to try it free. Just pay for the shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code Locked On to try it free. We don't know how many more opportunities this Packers team is going to get. We don't know how many more times Aaron Rodgers is going to be in this position. We don't know if this team can stay healthy enough next year to make a run at this. We don't know if the league will figure out what's going on with this Matt LaFleur offense and be able to stop Aaron Jones better next year. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers' play will decline further and if teams do take away Aaron Jones, what this team is going to look like moving forward. But this season, what they put together this season is worthy of reflection. It's worthy of adulation. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you did because I know, you know, I, I got into it last week and was was frustrated with a lot of the negativity. And I think some of you are going to end up regretting how negative you were about this season because all of all of what happened during the regular season, the winning ugly, it brought them to this moment. It gave them the opportunity to be one win away from a Super Bowl berth. It gave them the opportunity to give Aaron Rodgers one last vintage moment. And, and hopefully more. Look, hopefully a lot more. But this was Rodgers with a chance to, to say it on a national stage, and he absolutely delivered. Goes head-to-head with Russell Wilson, a, a guy that a lot of people think is is passing him in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, and they go head-to-head, and, and Aaron Rodgers gets a win. You want to talk, talk about home records in the playoffs, you want to talk about all kinds of things with Aaron Rodgers. Well, he went out there and proved it. He played great. Rodgers would not have been the reason had the Packers, you know, succumbed to Russell Wilson on a last-second touchdown. Rodgers would not have been the reason this team would have lost. Now they won. They won because Aaron Rodgers on that last last drive salted the game away with his arm. None of none of anything that'll happen next week will take away from this game or this season. And that's why I say I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, and, and enjoy this week. Enjoy this win. Give yourself that opportunity, because this team is, and they understand the opportunity that they have in front of them. They, they So many of the players talked about wanting to get Aaron Rodgers another Super Bowl, for playing for each other, playing for the man next to them, not wanting to let them down, and playing for that opportunity. This team is special. The chemistry is special. The the energy is special. Not every team is this team. Even if even if you know ninety percent of the roster is back next year, it may not have the same vibe. It may not have the same juice, the same aura. This team will have won games. It will have won playoffs. It will have won the division. And it's a young team. Will they be just as motivated? to win next year as they are this year. Who knows? I don't I don't care right now. And yeah, they're going to be undermatched against the 49ers. They have not been as good as the 49ers this year, but remember that the reason in 2014 the Packers broke your heart was that they went to Seattle A team that had beat them badly in week one of the 2014 season. The team that had been the best team in the NFC all year. And the Packers outplayed them for 55 minutes. And it took an all-time slew of errors for them to lose that game. Could Green Bay go to San Francisco and do the same thing? Yes, absolutely. And we just saw that their offense, when it's clicking, is deadly. We know their defense is capable of locking teams down, as they, as they did to Seattle for that whole first half. They were capable of making big plays in big moments. Even if they go to San Francisco and get run, who cares? This team went to the NFC Championship game in a year where a lot of people thought they were an eight and eight team. Terrell Davis thought they were a six and ten team. I know a lot of you would have been happy with nine and seven, ten and six, a wild card berth. The Bears coming off a great season. The Vikings, the most talented team in the division, purportedly. Green Bay goes 4-0 against those teams. And you can say they won ugly. That's fine. This season, they've built something. Jimmy Graham, after the game, talked about the value of this game to the young players because so many of these guys, they don't know what winning in the NFL is about. They haven't done it. They haven't been in these playoff moments. Aaron Jones hasn't been in a playoff game like this. Jamal Williams. Alan Lazard, Devontae Adams hasn't been a true number one in these moments, and he stepped forward. He stepped up. He took full advantage of that opportunity. I mean, you have someone like Brian Bulanka goes down, Jared Valdir comes in, and they. No, it's not that they didn't miss a beat because Jadeveon Clowney played well in this game, and especially in the running game, Valdir had some struggles. That's okay because they found ways to make it work. You know, the non-Adams receivers, they haven't been in these games. Jerry Alexander hasn't been in these games. Even Zedarius and Preston Smith, they're veterans, but they haven't been in these moments. Not as leaders of football teams. Not in not in Lambeau Field on national television in 25-degree weather with a chance to go to the NFC Championship game on the line. This was a test for everyone, and they passed it. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of negativity from some, some, from some fans about... Oh, well, they're just going to get worked by the 49ers, so who cares? Who cares? This was awesome. This was a joy to watch, even even the the end, the heart in your throat moments. That's what you live for as a sports fan. That's why you watch. You watch for those moments where you think your your heart is going to explode. And then there's that moment of release that that breath that you can take when it's all over. When Preston Smith gets the sack, when when Devontae Adams makes the catch, when Jimmy Graham makes the catch, when Aaron Rodgers finally gets to put his knee on the ground and indicate the Packers have won. Those are the moments that you watch for. Those are the moments that you agonize for 17 weeks in the regular season, that you agonize going back to January. Think about how far this team has come in a year. I mean, this time last year, we were, we were wondering what Matt LaFleur could do for Aaron Rodgers in, in terms of revitalizing his career. A year later, Matt LaFleur is helping lead this team to the NFC Championship game with Aaron Rodgers. And you know what they did? They used play action, a Matt LaFleur staple, to do it. And they used Devontae Adams turning into a superstar in front of our eyes over the last few seasons. And they rode Jair Alexander and Z'Darrius Smith and Preston Smith and the upgrades that they made in the offseason. That's all building to this moment. The culture of this team that Matt LaFleur helped install, that Z'Darrius Smith and, and these guys really just amplified over the last year. All of that built to this moment. And so, yeah, it, it will be painful if Green Bay loses it will be even more painful if they get run and it will be jubilant if they win it will be incredible and it will be an upset let's be clear but it's not that all of this is for naught if they lose or if they lose in the super bowl it's it is it is not what this team has done this season is nothing short of remarkable and the close game wins sure but as we've talked about on this show, a lot of these close game wins were games that Green Bay built big leads in, games that they that they really controlled. Green Bay controlled this game. And for a lot of this game, it, it was a it was an outright ass-kicking. One of the most impressive performances Green Bay has put together this season. And it it wasn't a collapse. It was breathtaking. It was a little soul-crushing to watch Russell Wilson move up and downfield, I'm sure for fans especially with Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark constantly in the backfield and they just couldn't get him down. Just couldn't quite get there and he makes a play or he flings it downfield, makes a throw. But even with some some really bad officiating at times. I mean, the fumble call was a joke, an absolute joke. Even after review they couldn't get it right and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. This team stayed with it. They believed They kept fighting, and they had a great plan. This was an outstanding game from the coaches, and the players executed the plan. And so when you have a good plan, when you have good coaching, and your star players come through, when Aaron Rodgers plays like Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams plays like a bona fide superstar number one receiver, and your defensive playmakers come through, Alexander, the Smiths, Kenny Clark, Blake Martinez had a good game, I thought. When those guys do that, that's a recipe for winning. And you can go anywhere and win with that formula. That's what this Packers team showed. And that's important. That's important growth for this team. To take these opportunities and test yourself. And say, can I do this? Can we do this? And they prove the answer is yes. And for these young players, you know, some of them are, are too young to know any better. You know, Alan Lazard... He's just so confident. He walks into these situations and is just like, I got it. I got it. We got it. But you don't really know how you're going to handle it until you're in that moment. Until you're faced with that adversity. Until Russell Wilson is mounting a comeback in the second half and now you have to go out and make plays. You know, when you're up 21 nothing or 21-3, it's easy to play loose. But how are you going to play when it's 28-23 and it's the fourth quarter and it's cold and there's 75,000 people screaming and you're trying to win a game. And Joe Buck is there and Troy Aikman and and the Fox crew and it's the last game of the divisional round and everyone in the NFL world is watching. How are you going to come through? Well, this team showed themselves something. And that's an important step in their growth. Is it everything? Of course not. They still have room to grow and and and... That is positive for this team because they can be even better. To be a finalist, a conference finalist, one of the last four teams playing this season and believe that they really haven't played their best football is a great sign for things to come for this team, but it's also a reminder that this is a process. And it didn't have to be this way in year one. Look around the league at all the teams that are looking for coaches or looked for coaches. And they found someone and they... In a year, had to find someone new. Cleveland had to go find someone new for offseason move of the year, Freddie Kitchens. Green Bay didn't have to do that. They're building something here. So let's not get too focused on what the outcome means on Sunday. The outcome of Sunday's game does not validate anything for this season. It doesn't prove anything. This is a growing team and improving team. And what you want to see them is go out and compete. You want to see them learn from their mistakes. Of course you want to see them win. Of course you want to see them win. But losing, or winning, frankly, doesn't say anything about this season that we didn't already know. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington
0: football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich, thanks to Dave's killer
1: All right, we're going to be back tomorrow with our normal schedule. Expert Tuesday, Crossover Wednesday, our scouting report on Thursday, and the live show on Friday, conference finalist, Green Bay Packers. And Matt LaFleur just keeps adding plaudits. Somehow he's not going to be in the coach of the year race, apparently, if you just sort of read the tea leaves, the conversations around the league, the columns around the league. I think the thing that he'd rather have is the Vince Lombardi trophy. And so it's up to Green Bay to go get that for him. That's what Aaron Rodgers wants. Rodgers was great post game. So was Lafleur. Uh, they 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 love this team. And as I said, I, I think this says a lot about this team and the direction that they're headed. There's leadership on this team for the first time in a while, at least leadership from the coaching and the player standpoint. This has there's such a good culture on this team that you have to love the direction they're headed. And and they believe they believe they can go to San Francisco and win. And they believed it at the time, which is why I think they didn't quite have the right mindset. I think they'll have a better plan this time. I think they'll have a better mindset, and they're going to give the 49ers a game. There's no question about it. Are they going to win? I mean, we'll see. But they're going to compete. They're not going to no-show. This is not going to be like their other California trips. They're going to go out, and they're going to they're gonna show up. You know Aaron Rodgers wants it. And this team, with the belief they have now... I think we we can say, not definitively, but we can say with a lot of confidence that this coaching staff is capable of putting together a game plan for this. And they, they didn't play well, especially offensively in that last matchup. But they lose Brian Belaga right away. He was sick in this game. The expectation, I would think, is that barring complications, he'll be able to play. If you can get him back to full strength, that changes everything for this team. And they have a real shot to get to the Super Bowl. They can smell it now. And they are pumped. I hope you are too. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked On Packers.